Hitting record. We are recording. Don't go. Ready? Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Three, two, uno. Welcome to the coffee fit. Hold on a second. It's going to get caught on the, the speakers otherwise. Okay. I think it's over. You good? Good enough. Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 167. Stay out of the attic. Crickets. Crickets. Stay out of this podcast. There's no tagline. I hate it when there's no tagline. It's like, how lazy can you get that you don't have a fucking tagline? The fuck? I don't know. They Their marketing budget didn't include enough room for a tagline? I don't know. Apparently, it didn't include a lot of anything except plot holes. Like, apparently, plot holes are cheap or free. I don't know. Oh, dear. We're getting into it already. No. Hey, Carnage. Hi. Hello. Hi, Chaos. How are you? Hi, Carnage. I'm good. How are you? I am fucking fabulous. Yeah? Not just fabulous. Fucking fabulous. Fucking fabulous. All right. I'm glad you know to hear it. It sounds, you sound spicy. Yeah? I am spicy. Because tomorrow's Friday. You know what Friday is? The day I The day before Saturday? Oh. Well, yeah, that too. What? No, I don't Hang know. Hang on. You I need to adjust your volume, I think. I didn't say that. I do? Yeah, because oh. I didn't say that. You're, you're hearing things. Oh. I wondered why you were looking at those livestock ads. Um, yeah, no, I'm just thinking about bringing some animals to the farm. I'm not looking at sacrificing, you know, on a regular oh. basis, you know. Just, oh, okay. I see. You're just going to open a farm sanctuary? Emptiness. Yeah, that's it. For little, for little goats and sheeps and pigs and, mm-hmm. you know, pigs well, pig, to their babies. No, the pigs so are, is for pig's blood, so I could sell it to popular girls at prom time. And wow. That's a, a roaring business. I just tell everyone how pigs sing to their babies right before you just launch into selling pig's blood. It's a lucrative business this time of year. It's prom season, people. Come on. Wow. Who doesn't want to spend their prom reenacting Carrie? I did it. You did it. That's because I didn't go to prom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like uh, Sue Snow didn't go to prom. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Did you thwarts? Did you thwarts in advance on summer game pig bum dump on and that's why you didn't go? Or you got suspended and that's why you didn't go? I think so. I think there's a secret there somewhere. No, I anyway, just didn't want to go to prom. You're ruining my 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 story here, though. Of it's popular this time of year. You sell the pig's blood. It's okay. I mean, I'm just explaining to people how they want to make money on the side. I mean, that's my side also, selling pig's blood. Oh. Pig's blood for prom. Okay. 
Prom season is upon us. Or actually, it's past, isn't it? No, it's this weekend. Oh, is it this weekend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's everybody's prom this weekend, though. No, there was some prom last weekend because I did sell some last weekend, too. Mm. So it depends on different schools have at different times, which is great for me because I can supply the demand because the demand's kind of right. spread out over like a month's time. So it's kind of perfect. Right. You don't want it to be like Mother's Day where like, you know, you working in a flower shop at Mother's Day out. or something. Yeah. And there's a run on pig's blood. Well, no, you want to spread it out. Right. Kind of nice that way. It's kind of like spring break, you know, when you need a dead body to ride in the carpooling with you. I could supply those two. I'm just Naturally, saying. spring break, always the time you need a dead body. Yeah, so you could be in the fast, like the carpooling all the way down to Florida. You're by yourself, you know, you get a dead body. Nat- naturally. You ran- that ran was in. my first thought. For I in. mean, I've, I've thought of things you could do with corpses, but, you know, that wasn't my first thought. You reenact Weekend so. at Bernie's. I mean, that's a popular spring break fun thing, too. You know, Is I it? just tell you that it's your uncle. You know, you could buy a dead body. I'm like, oh, it's your uncle. Just call him Bernie. Yeah. My it's a great way Bernie. to offload my dead bodies. I'm just saying, you know, as opposed to shark bait. So. Uh-huh. Shark bait. Bruh. Which you also sell. Yep. Mine's more the human variety, not the Nemo variety. It's rude to kill fish. Don't kill and, fish. And, uh. And also, you you sell sharks repellent, don't you? I heard your own special blend. It's not very good, obviously. No, it's really easy. Shark repellent's really easy. I know how to make shark repellent. I know, but mine's not very good because I got bit by a shark. So That's all right. We were, your shark repellent's not good because you got bit anyway. Whatever. Your shark repellent's better than mine. Mostly because I don't want to repel the sharks. I need the sharks. Well, I know you keep attracting them. I'm trying to repel them for you, and you're like purposefully attracting them. How else do you want to get me to get rid of my extra dead bodies I don't sell? Shark bait. Touche. I don't know. What are you up to these days when you're not, you know, helping me with pig's blood? <laughs> I am not helping you with pig's blood. Right now, the second I, normally you uh, do, I mean, I I not I have not been nearly uh, having as interesting a time lately as you have, obviously. Um, I've just been uh, honestly, I've been stressed to the max. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I've been trying to stay chill. You're a bit addicted to Animal Crossing, aren't you? Just a bit. Just a bit. It is my obsession currently. Actually, I didn't play it for two days in a row. My God, not two whole days in a row. <laughs> you know what? Right? I talked to Mav about having a, um, what are those things called when you? Interventions? Yes. I talked to Mav about having an intervention for you on Animal Crossing. And she was like, well, let me check out what this is so I could properly intervene. And it said now she's addicted to. So now I'm stuck with two addicted Animal Crossing people. Yeah, you well, are because Mav totally. <laughs> Mav has been sucked in, and now, now she's lost to you forever. I don't understand. I mean, how do I have an intervention with everyone? I keep losing everyone to the game. I'm losing my core audience here. The core helpers. I have to have the cats come in on it, but they're probably addicted to the Animal Crossing too. I don't know. <laughs> they probably are. Everybody is. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many 
people that I've like that I've like met in the horror community who play Animal Crossing. Seriously? Yes. It's a very calming game. It's very relaxing. It's very fun. So you got all hyped up with the horror movie and then you go to Animal Crossing to kind of chill out afterwards. Is that the game? And you just chill, right. You chill out afterwards. No, I'm going to yeah. choosing violence. I'd so probably- besides that, I've just been chilling with my cats and Puka. Puka our mascots. Ma- our, our mascot. Who needs her nails trimmed? Puka the hedgehog. Puka the hedgehog, our mascot. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, what, not the, the, what's the opposite of predecessor? The um, successor to Dexter. Thank you. Got it. A brain fart. You think it is Friday? Yeah, successor to Dexter. Yeah. The best damn birthday present in the whole world. That's right. Carter just never best. beaten that birthday present for anyone. He was he was the best little hog there ever was. And I love Puka to death, don't get me wrong, but Dexter was a unique individual. He was sweetie pie. Mm. He was my friend. Yes. Here's he was a little friend. he was a tiny cowboy. <laughs> he was a he was a six, six inch tall cowboy. <laughs> oh, this little cowboy hat. I should oh I should draw pictures of him in little cowboy get-ups. Oh you my should, gosh, that'd be really, really cute. Do you know what I was thinking the other day or today? What? Hmm. Do you remember back in the day on how we were talking about we were gonna have a, a, a radio show? Yeah. And just bullshit back and forth. Yeah. I've decided that's what this podcast is gonna be from now on. Sprinkle <laughs> in a little horror stuff. Because that's what we're doing right now. Should it's only uh, been the last should, couple weeks to start off for like 20 should, minutes in. Should we maybe do our intro? Is that what you're saying? No, go ahead. If you feel you must, whatever. All right. Well, we are They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 20 years who take turns bickering and bantering our way through a different movie each week. And when I say take turns, I mean we take turns picking the flicks. Um. Which sometimes we don't even know what they are. Sometimes we don't know what they are. Sometimes we just, uh, we pick them because we hear good things. Sometimes we pick them because we want to talk about them. Sometimes we pick them for revenge. Sometimes we pick them for prevenge. There could be a lot of reasons why we bring a movie to the table, but it's always, we're always going to have something to say about it. And our friendship is very special. It lives in the Marianas Trench of Hates, where we often go to MMA-style fight in our octagon, and then afterwards relax with some roller disco and cat cafes. Very true. Also, uh, warnings for spoilers ahead, and as you have also noticed, we swear on this show. Yeah, and this week, I picked this movie based on the name, which was Stay Out of the Fucking Attic. It was done in 2020. It was actually a Shudder original. It was an hour and 20 minutes long, and it was not rated. 
although it should have been rated S for suck again. And it got a 4.6 <laughs> out of 10 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter, which I already know? Oh, I am so glad that you asked because you see the tomato meter is sitting at a 25%. That would be a giant green splotch. Audience score, audience score, not better at all at a 12% and no critic consensus. Nobody's surprised. No, there's nothing on this movie. There's no tagline. There's no trivia. There's no fan fiction. Basically, there's nothing. We're lucky there is a Wikipedia page on it. Let's be honest, right? Oh my God. There's a top critic on Rotten Tomatoes whose entire review of this movie is, I just didn't care for Stay Out of the Attic. How do you get to be a top critic when that's the kind of (laughs) review you put out? I like how we review movies and we're still one of the top critics. And we mostly just banter. (sighs) But we're a top critic. Didn't you know that? I just didn't care for it. Hey, do I go through cast? Yeah, let's go through that cast. I'm ready whenever you are. Oh, I was ready, but it looks like I may have clicked off of what I was clicking on. I can't work like this anymore. IMDb. Under these conditions. There we go. On strike. Why? I don't know. All right. Fun. Albert Schillinger was played by Ryan Francis. He was in Hook, Bloodcraft, and Urban Decay. Not the uh, Was he like a little kid in Hook? Yeah, he was young Peter. Oh my gosh, he was. Yeah. That is too funny. Imani was played by Mor- Morgan Alexandria. She was in Forever, My Girl, and then The Sincere and Sabotage. Carlos was played by Bryce D. Fernilius. He was in Burying Yasmin, The Legacy, and Ruling of the Hearts. Vern Mueller and Joseph Mengele was played by Michael Flynn. I actually have him listed as Nazi man in my notes. And he was in Wild Horses, Little Women, The Hollow Point, And I'll always know what you did last summer. He'll always know what you did. <laughs> He'll always yes. know. Yeah. Oh, my god! He gosh. knows what you did last summer. I know what you did He'll last always summer, too. know. Uh-oh. That's not summer. good. I, I, well, I told everyone. I mean, actually, come to think of it, I just told everyone. So everyone should know what I did last summer. Okay. And was Bryn Hurlbutt. This I am not movie. kidding. Hurlbutt. This is the only movie. <laughs> um, who the fuck was Sarah? She was the other half of Anne. Oh, Sarah was Avery Pizzuto. Uh, she was in Han- Hanley and e- uh, Hanley and Anne and The Killing of Lovers. And the creeper was Garrett McClellan. This is it. Stay out of the fucking attic is the only one. Okay. All right. So let's see. That is the entire cast. Yep. You want a little summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Trio of ex-con movers work for strange man strange man says don't go in attic then forces them in attic 
plot holes go wild otherwise and things go awry. Things do indeed go awry. You are very correct. I, Should we do a more in-depth summary? No, I think that's no. good, actually. Oh, you I'm do? <laughs> I'm still horrified by this movie. No, um, you start off with Amani, um, Schillinger, and Carlos. Carlos, it's his first day on the job, the poor bastard. And yeah. Really all they can talk about is him being a daddy. He's a daddy. He's a guy. He takes care of his his daughter. That's like his only thing. Like you got these cardboard characters. That's all you really know about Carlos, except they're all ex-cons. Okay. All ex-cons. That's the whole big thing. It's the second chance moving company. What's the Nazi guy's name? Not his real name, but the name they call him. Oh, um, he is Vern. Vern. Thank you. All right. Mueller. Vern Mueller. Not, not yes. German at all. Okay, I'm going to spoil you guys right here. Supposedly, Vern is Joseph Megala. Or Yosef. Okay. Query. If you're Joseph Megala trying to hide from what your past is, would you mm-hmm. not pick a more basic name like Bob Johnson? Desperately <laughs> get rid of your German accent. I would think. I mean, that's what I would do. I think the name like Mueller, it's not like Schmuckers where it's got to be good, but the name like Mueller, you instantly think German. I I mean, and he did even like move to Utah. So it's like he totally could have been like, you know, I'm just a farm boy. I'm Dirk Diggler. Who knows, you know? Come yeah, on. right. Exactly. Anyway. So these ex-cons, they, um, one of them has a uh, Nazi symbol on his arm. Well, he's got other tattoos on his chest and stuff, too. But Carlos gets all up in arms. He's, oh, he got that in prison, Amani says. Don't worry. He, he was just trying to get by. Okay, first of all, and I said this from the get-go, that was not a fucking prison tattoo. No. It was way too nice to be a prison tattoo. Mm-hmm. Prison tattoos are made with, like, the ends of ballpoint pens and... Like the little wood burning kit that they have in wood shop, and I mean, they're not pretty. Yeah, no, this is a pretty one. Straight lines, nicely filled in, beautiful ink. It was done right. Right. Anyway, so they all move past. Everyone has to pass. They go work for Vern. Vern, the German man, who says, "Please pick up my house and move it all in one day." And, and they're like, like uh, this is a Victorian mansion. We really don't think we can do it all in one day. Like, maybe two. And he says, no, I need it all done by the morning. And he throws more money at them. Which, let's be fair, we would do it for more money. Yeah, because he offered them four times their normal rate plus a bonus of $1,000. And Carlos is a dad. He needs that money. Yeah, because he's sending his little girl to college. Yeah, whatever. What? Whatever. We'll see that one. Oh my gosh. In my notes, I spelled attic, not everywhere, but one place, I spelled attic with a K. I thought you were going to say you spelled it with a D or something like A-D-D-I-C. No, no, I spelled it (laughs) A-T-T-I-C-K. Anyway, Vern says, you you have to pick up everything 
and pack it all. Like, he hasn't done shit. This guy's done nothing. He hasn't packed it. He hasn't organized it. I mean, everything's, like, the house is like no. they came into my house. Yeah. And had to, you know, pack it all up. It wasn't just moving it. Right. They had to pack everything up. Nothing it's, was even, like, cleaned or, like, like, no. um, like so a lot of times if you have movers pack for you, you still get things ready to be packed. But mm-hmm. he didn't have that. Like he moved in, like he'd living there for like 50 years, and all of a sudden he's like, I want to move. Let's call these movers and have to pack everything up. Yeah. So he says, Don't go in the attic and don't go in the basement. I'll take care of that. Okay. That's all you gotta do is just don't go up there. Let but but come and knock on the door if you need me. I'll be down there if you need anything. And um do your best go to work thanks not at all they're like they're like oh okay but the funny thing is they do stay out of the attic they do and the basement well schillinger not in they they don't no they do they they never go into the attic the attic doesn't even get they they the attic doesn't even get opened until the very end well, not the very, the, very end, but like middle way through. The big um, red Nazi door. I thought that was in the basement. I did too, but then I read something that said the attic and I was No, like, that okay. was in the basement. No. Okay. Yeah, the big red Nazi door was in the basement. They were in the attic when okay, they Okay, I thought Sarah maybe I I thought maybe I was remembering wrong. So they do go into the attic. Okay. Yeah. But they don't go into but the attic until like to. halfway through. They, and they are forced to. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it. Okay. So, Albert gets, does get curious about the basement because it's got this old German lock and apparently Albert knows German things. He's very curious and Vern's like, oh, you're interested in my lock, are you? Like, you know, very creepily like, but that's the only thing they do. But they split up. They split up in this fucking house to get it all taken care of. Okay. Yeah. But the thing is, this house is not scary. This house is not it's scary. Old and creepy. It's not, it's not, it's not even creepy. It's just old. It's just an old cobwebby house. It's not scary. It's not like an extra character in the film. It's not like an extra plot device. It's not an extra puzzle. It's not uh adversary. It's just an old house. It's really, it's like it's boring. It does get creepy though when Amani's in the the baby's room by herself and the thing starts coming through the ceiling. Just saying. Uh, I didn't see that. I think you had stepped away for a second. Like we took turns stepping away, and that's right when you stepped away, Amani's that was across the crib. Yeah, I couldn't. Um, I had to. Well, one time I stopped to get a drink of water, and then the other time, freaking. One of our audience members, Penelope, had an accident and I had to go clean it up. It was the time it was that. I'm like, oh, you stepped away right when the guy's coming through the ceiling. It was that groper guy. The, um, not a groper guy. The creeper? The creeper, yes. The groper guy. Um, Oh, creepy. So they're on the second floor and they all end up in the baby's room with Imani. And they're like, Shalene and Carlos, they've got a bad vibe. They've got a bad vibe. But they're like, it's $4,000 or something. Don't you want to send your kid to college? Your daddy. Don't you want to send him to college? Okay, yeah. So they're hustling. They're going through this baby room. And they find this little suitcase. Which they get off. Like, two of them get like. 
freaked out about this suitcase. I have one of these suitcases. Not a big fucking deal. Yeah. It's called the train case. It's just what is suitcase. weight? Yeah, so they find this little travel. It's just a little baby suitcase. And they get all creeped out about it. These people are stupid. But then they open it. Why would you take time? You have like 12 hours to get this house cleaned up. Why would you take the time to open and go through this? I, honestly, 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 I would have just like grabbed the suitcase, flung it in a in a box and kept going. Like Stupid idiots. I don't get it. Well, there's birth certificates and teeth in this suitcase. So they get even more freaked out, which, okay, that I kind of get. If I had opened the suitcase and I found all those teeth in there, I'd be like, I don't think he's the tooth fairy. Let's get the fuck out. Yeah, that would that would creep me the fuck out for sure. But Vern's watching them. He's like got them all in closed caps. He's like, he's down in the basement watching them. Yeah. So now he's locked them all. He's locked them all into the house now. And he actually. Yeah, he can just hit a switch. While Amani goes to get help, which doesn't get very far, the boys no. end up uh, getting locked up in the attic where they meet Sarah slash Anne, which is twins that were conjoined in the back by Vern. By Vern. Because it turns out he's a Nazi doctor. The Nazi doctor. The Nazi doctor. Well, um, yeah. Which, how old would the fuck he be if it was real? Oh, uh, let's like see. And fuck. I want to say he'd be like 110 at least. No, it's got to be more than that. Let's see. He was born 1911. Yeah, so I'd be like, uh, is that right then? 110 he would be. So he, yeah, he'd be um, okay. 110. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Joseph Mengelhoff is supposedly who this is, who escaped to Brazil, and he's staying alive because he uses this serum he makes out of eyeballs. Sexy. I've always wanted yes. a serum made out of eyeball to keep me alive forever. Known as the angel of death. He takes Imani downstairs, and that's what he does, is takes out her fucking eyeball. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's gross. They show him plunging the needle into her eye. Well, while she's doing that, while she's going through that fun amusement ride, um, Shalane and Carlos are upstairs meeting San and Aaron. uh, San and Aaron. Sarah and Anne, the twins who've been surgically conjoined. Yeah. Spine. By Megala. And which one's which? Do we even know which one's which? Because... Yeah, Sarah is the one who's all messed up, and Anne is the one who looks relatively normal, or relatively healthy, I should say. Yes. Sarah's missing an eye. She's got it stitched shut. It looks pretty recent. She's got an oxygen mask strapped to her mouth and nose, and uh, she's just, like, leaking blood, basically. She can barely walk, too. She's a mess. She's a train wreck. Yeah, she is a complete train wreck. So the guy's got but, to get her safety. Oh, yes. Um, the doctor reveals that the more that they suffer, the better the serum. Ew. Yeah. That doesn't seem logical. That's suspicious. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the boys try to get the girls out. And Megala meets them in the, the foyer. And here's where it starts getting stupid. Okay, I mean, it's <laughs> but it gets really stupid here. Stupid. Shut up, it gets really stupid here now. 
Yeah, so he shoots Schillinger. Am I saying that name right? I keep calling him Schillinger. Yes, I am. He shoots Schillinger when he's already told him, you know, I thought I could try. I hired you guys because I thought you were going to be good movers and not get into trouble and not look at anything. That's why I hired you. And Carlos opens Schillinger's chest to try to stop the bleeding because Vern shot him in the stomach. I'm going to keep calling him Vern. Uh, he's not Megalo. That's just stupid. And most ridiculous I know, it's ever. so stupid. So when when Vern sees, he sees another symbol on Schillinger's chest of another Nazi white supremacist movement, what the fuck ever. Um, and he's like, oh. And when Carlos takes the girls upstairs, Vern takes Schillinger downstairs and uses the serum from Amani's eye and brings him back to life. And he says, then he goes, I saved you because you are one of us. And that's when they revealed that he had that tattoo for a long time. He wasn't just a stooge in the white, the Nazi party. He was a high ranking stooge, whatever. And he'd been for a long time before prison even. Yeah. I saved you because of that. Well, why did you shoot him? Oh, well, then he goes, I hired you because I knew you were a high ranking whatever yeah. in this party. No, no, no. You said you hired them because you thought they would do their job and not go into things. And then if you knew he was high ranking, why the fuck would you shoot him in the first place then? Yeah. Like, potholes abound at this point. It's like it's like the whole fallacy of like, I'm going to. I'm going to put your life in danger and then save you and then say, I saved your life. Like it doesn't work. None of this works. No. After this, it just goes really downhill. It does. Um, he sends the creeper after Carlos and Carlos, the girls, the girls mm-hmm. hide in a box and the creeper goes upstairs and tries to go after the girls. While Carlos has hit himself in the bathroom, which happens to be where, Vern puts his failed experiments. So because he gasses them. Yeah, he said, "Okay, this part's cool." I was telling Cass, I would like my own little personal gas chamber in my house. I would dig that. It would go right you next would. to the crematorium. Yeah. I would like this. Yeah, you you would. Yeah. I mean, that part is cool, along with the surgery room in the basement. Just saying. Using a screwdriver, Carlos is able to get himself out just barely. And is able to get the creeper before the creeper attacks the girls. Yes, he manages to kill the creeper and then he kind of collapses and you think he dies. Right. Down in the basements where Vern, Schillinger, and Amani, who's still alive, are. Don't touch me. Um, Sorry, talking to my cat. Don't touch me. Talking to your cat. (laughs) Don't touch me. Um... Schillinger is trying to agree with him and saying, let me, you know, he's going to take Amani's other eye out, uh, Vern is, let me see how you do it so I can learn from you. Like, he's totally sucking up to him. Yeah. He's not even good at it, but no. Vern believes him. Because Vern's a moron. He's old. He's 110 years old. You probably believe yeah. anyone at that point. You just want friends at that point. I don't know. He's probably a lonely man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So Ver, uh, Schillinger uses his ploy to free Amani, who then kicks the shit out of her. And I do love that point where Amani <laughs> just kicks the ever-loving fuck out of her. Oh, yeah. she's She lets him have it. 
And they go upstairs. Well, Vern goes upstairs first when he sees this little creeper because they were to go rescue Carlos and they find him dead on the CCTV. And but Vern also sees that his little buddy, the creeper, was his child. He's dead too. He runs upstairs to go get him. And Amani and Schillinger run after him and are able to throw him back down the stairs and get the girls. And Schillinger sends Amani out of the house and gets to safety. And then he closes right. the door to take down Vern. Yeah. He cuts the tattoo off of his chest. First of all, yes, totally he does. unrealistic. Yes, it is. And totally gross and unnecessary. And totally gross. We get it, dude. You don't have to prove your point to us. Throws the piece of skin on well, Vern's I face. Mean, I will say that I will absolutely believe his commitment to not being that guy anymore if he cuts his own tattoo off. True. That's true, I guess. But he throws the skin onto Vern's face like Vern is Tom Petty and those were his underwear. <laughs> and then he kills Vern. Oh, Vern manages to hit the button to open the red basement door right before uh, he just like kicks his fucking head in, just kicks his <laughs> face right in. It's great. Like, like, it's like, he practically curb stomps him. It's amazing. It's awesome. Well, and what you see when he opens that door is like, arm here, arm there, creeper arm here, like all these creeper arms coming out of the... Yeah. And you can see this look on Carlos's, uh, Schillinger's face, like, okay, bring it on. Yeah, and he totally is just like, okay, bring it on, and that's how it ends. Well, there's two and, scenes after the And then, though. right, yeah. yes. I was going to say, there's one scene where all of a sudden you're looking at Carlos on the monitor and all of a sudden he just jerks awake and he's okay. He lives. Yeah, and then the second scene is after all of that. It's Amani, Carlos, and Schillinger at a new house. They're all alive. Amani's wearing an eye patch. Yeah. And they all made it out alive. And Amani's telling him how they owe both their lives to her because Schillinger actually used the serum from her eye to get Carlos back to life, apparently. Oh. So they're bad to get he woke up. Yeah. Oh. End movie. Um, so what are your thoughts, Chaos? Hey, I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were parts I enjoyed, not a lot. But the plot holes killed it for me. So the plot holes were terrible, and the oh. acting was was really, really terrible too. There's no character developments, none whatsoever. And Imani didn't even get a backstory, right? Just that Schillinger was her boo. Yeah, that's all we got. Yeah, I liked Imani the best out of all of them, probably because I didn't know anything about her. <laughs> Probably. If they had tried to give her a backstory, we would have hated it because it would have been really just ridiculous like the other two. Like all Carlo, they were just two two dimensional cardboard cutouts. It's supposed to be a movie about leaving your past behind you and how you're not defined by your past and and all of that. But the characters are just two dimensional. Yes. Um. In a year, the um, the only thing I really have is that um, it's, like we said, it's a Shutter original, and it dropped 
eight points on the tomato meter since it first came out last year. So it started off at a 33%. You said it's like, what, a 25% now? So it dropped Uh, eight percentage points. Yes, yes, it did. (laughs) Wow. It's pretty bad. Um, The only other trivia beyond that is that we have that this was featured on episode 167 of the Mostly Podcast at Night, which is currently going up on IMDb. That piece of trivia. Should we rate? Yeah, let's rate this, bitch. What's, uh, you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, I might go like a 2.73. Yeah. Won't watch it again. No. Got a couple jump scares out of it. They were cheap, but I love them. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't worth the jump. It wasn't worth the crappy plot and the horrible plot holes. So, mm. Yeah. How about you? Yes. I think this was the least scary movie I have watched in quite a while. And I am including Vincent Price Month in this. (laughs) I really was not at all impressed. And so I am going to have to give it like a 1.5, I think. Really seriously lame. I think you're going to have to turn it up a notch with your next pick because we need something scary in this bitch. Oh, we do. We really, truly do. It's on you next, so pick something good. All right, I'll do my <laughs> best. We'll on. see what I come up with. The pressure is on. Um, I have no fan fiction. Should we make one up? I've got a good one to make up, though. Do you want to hear mine? Okay, what's what's your fan fiction? Yeah. All right, so my fan fiction is... I have it here. Hold on one second. Um, uh, Jaron Lauder, the one that directed this film went back in time and said no this is a stupid plot and then he made a better film and that's my fan fiction <laughs> i love it Thank you. excellent it works for me 100 percent gold star yay he also partly wrote this too wrote this too so maybe he could be like no i'm gonna stop writing this piece of crap <laughs> Four make better choices then- jared Four writers. That could explain why there's fucking plot holes out the ass. When you have too many cooks in the kitchen, this is what happens, kids. Yes. One writer, one cohesive thought makes a good movie. Let's just put it that way. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Do you have anything else to add? No. Any I think trivia? I've said all there is to say about this movie. I don't have any trivia. Um, I wish I did because I'd like to say something about it that wasn't completely negative, but <laughs> too late. Uh, I'm trying to think of something positive to say about it, um, but it was so bad. <laughs> I'm really kind of disappointed in Shudder, honestly. Hey, Shudder doesn't always pick winners, let's be honest. So I don't know, yeah. I mean, and all they did was like buy the rights to show it it's not like it's really theirs it's not like it's really their project but okay so yeah um we are uh part of the morbidly beautiful podcast network morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror you can find anything you're looking for related to horror they have just a whole slew of incredibly talented content creators writers you know everything um you can find anything so go there check it out and find your next 
horror film to watch and fall in love with. Um, we are hosted by Anchor.fm. We are on all the social medias at Podcast at Night on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that's pretty fun. And we have an Instagram and a Twitter. We also have um, a Threadless store um, where you can find merch. Um, and But even if you don't have a bunch of money to spend, but you still want to help support the show somehow, we would love that. Um, word of mouth is always a great way to, to spread the word and, and help us out. But also you can go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and screenshot it, send it to us. We will send you a free vinyl sticker for your trouble. All you have to do is send it to podcastatnight at gmail.com. I think that's it from me. So I will just say uh, thank you and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of little kitty cats. Mew. 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 Sorry, I just had to do one too. No, you're fine. Do them all. Do more mews. Mew it up. Mew. Meow. Meow.